0: 100 years ago in 1920 the 19th amendment to the constitution of the united states was signed into law and officially granted 20 million american women the right to vote this mass expansion in voting rights was the result of generations of intense activism known as the women's suffrage movement that has had a lasting legacy on the continued fight for equality in america in recognition of the struggles and achievements of a once disenfranchised majority. Preservation Maryland is honored to present our contribution to the national efforts illuminating this important history, Ballot and Beyond. Hello,
1: I'm Diana Bailey, Executive Director of the Maryland Women's Heritage Center. We're thrilled to partner with Preservation Maryland by expanding the Ballot and Beyond podcast project, with stories of valiant Maryland women who worked for suffrage. In addition to featuring suffragists, several of these new podcasts also represent significant women whose historic contributions and achievements have led to their induction into the Maryland Women's Hall of Fame. Our mission at the Maryland Women's Heritage Center is to add her story to history, to tell our story in all aspects of our lives. We are especially concerned with representing the critical intersectionality of race and gender in the history of the suffrage movement. As new documentation comes to light, we are sharing the important contributions of African-Americans and many other diverse women and men who sought equality, inclusion, and justice for all. Enjoy the podcast and continue to share their stories.
2: This episode of Ballot and Beyond, contributed by the Maryland Women's Heritage Center, is adapted from my biographical sketch of Sadie Jacobs Crocken, written by scholar Barry Kessler in 2010 for the Jewish Museum of Maryland. The reader is Sally Grant, granddaughter of Sadie Crocken. Sadie Jacobs Crocken, teacher, activist, suffragist, and visionary Sadie Jacobs Crocken was born in Baltimore in 1879, the eldest of 10 children. Her family moved to Lynchburg, Virginia, where she graduated public high school, then attended Randolph-Macon College. Crocken graduated first in her class, winning the oratory medal. This talent would do well for her as she entered a career in civic engagement. When she married Emil Crocken, she returned to Baltimore, where her daughter, Frida was born in 1905. Like most college-educated women of her day, Crocken joined clubs that pursued social, educational, religious, civic, and philanthropic interests. But her passion was the women's suffrage movement. By 1911, Crocklin was deeply engaged in the Maryland Equal Suffrage League. Working with Madeline Ellicott, president of the League, they set their sights on gaining the ballot box for all women. Educating women was her mission, and soon she became secretary and chair of education for the League. That same year, Crockett was elected recording secretary the National Council of Jewish Women's Baltimore section and chaired the Immigrant Aid Committee. Later, she organized and became the first president of Hadassah's Baltimore chapter, a position she held for 13 years. And yet, Crockett added even more to her list of activist duties as she chaired the Americanization Committee for the Equal Suffrage League and volunteered with the Maryland Council on Defense female section, a home support agency during World War I, Two years later Crockett became team captain for the American Red Cross Christmas Seals campaign against tuberculosis. At that time Baltimore had the highest rate of infection of any major American city. Later Her community called upon her to become a founder and incorporator of the Baltimore Hebrew College. The 19th Amendment to the Constitution was ratified in 1920, giving women the right to vote. Carrie Chapman Catt and Maud Wood Park launched the League of Women Voters, a nonpartisan, issues-oriented organization. Inspired by a thrilling speech by Park, the league's first national president, Crocken stepped forward to lead the Baltimore chapter. At the same time, her dear friend and colleague, Madeline Ellicott volunteered to lead the Maryland statewide group. Crocken was at the helm of the Baltimore City League of Women Voters for 19 years. She threw herself into organizing programs on citizenship, domestic policy, and foreign affairs. She also played host to the League of Women Voters Pan-American Conference in Baltimore. Attending delegates included the most prominent women of Central and South America. She guided the local league advocacy efforts to allow women to serve on juries, to eliminate illiteracy in the city, and to establish a statewide system of juvenile courts. She accepted appointments to several boards and commissions, including the Board of City Charities overseeing the city hospitals, the advisory committee of the city's Charter Revision Commission, and the State Commission on Roadside Control and Beautification. Ever the activist, Crockett also became a member of the Women's International League for Peace and Freedom, the Women's Civic League, and the Women's City Club. American-born Sadie Jacobs Crocken, whose father and husband were both Jewish immigrants, moved easily between different societies and people of all backgrounds. As Jews entered the mainstream, she was able to bring multicultural groups together for mutual benefit before her death in 1965. Her life inspired several of her descendants in promoting social justice. Her granddaughter chaired the Maryland Commission for Women and is a past president of the American Civil Liberties Union of Maryland. Her great-great-granddaughter, Julia Baez, is executive director of Baltimore's Promise. And her great-great-great-granddaughter, Olivia Baez served on her school's Student Congress.
1: Thank you to our many Maryland's Heritage Center volunteers who researched, edited and brought these stories to the community by reading these podcasts. Researchers and historians are always seeking information about women and their stories. Our efforts to find and document their contributions is ongoing. If you have letters, articles, memorabilia from your past or in your attic or basement, please share with us so that we can continue to fill in the unsung heroine stories for a richer understanding of Maryland women and their contributions to our history.
0: To donate materials or to make a financial gift in support of this work, please visit ballotandbeyond.org. When you're there, you can also listen to biographies from season one and see historic images and transcripts from each episode. If you're inspired by these remarkable women, please share this podcast with your friends, family, colleagues, and students, and rate us on Apple Podcasts, or head over to PreserveCast.org to make a donation. Thank you. Ballot and Beyond is a multimedia history project powered by Preservation Maryland and our award-winning podcast, PreserveCast. It's produced with financial support from Gallagher, Evelius, and Jones, attorneys at law, and the Maryland Historical Trust. With a Heritage Fund grant from Preservation Maryland and the Maryland Historical Trust, Season 2 was researched, written, and read by the Maryland Women's Heritage Center.